So, three, two, one, go. Hey, man, how are you doing? We talked lastly. We talked last night, right? <laughs> yes, that's good. We talked last night. Yeah, we talked last night. Last night. That was a good talk about cryptocurrency and shit. Yeah. You got me thinking. You, got me thinking. you know, like, like I think I told you, like, this is like the first time in my life when I'm actually able to save a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. And I'm saving this money. I don't know where this money is going to go. It's just sitting in the bank. And of course, it feels good to save money, but I would like my money to do something for me. I'd like to invest my money into something. And when you talked about cryptocurrency, it really, you gave me some really high hopes, honestly. It's, it's the future, man. It really yeah. is the future. That's why I, I sent you a message saying that, man, we've just been asleep. I see so many stories of people who invested. There's like one famous story of a kid who invested mm-hmm. just $2,000. Mm-hmm. money he had saved up in high school two thousand dollars five years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. today he got like over 60k yeah he got like 70k it was worth 70k and he paid off his entire school loans for like 37k jesus christ this was just like yeah. four or five years ago bro like three yeah. if i did this like three years ago in nairobi like when i had like i was you know i was enjoying my first job you know i was getting the income just bag you know drinking every like every friday every weekend we'll be going out with the boys you know just enjoying life it's like man if i just Mm -hmm. took some of that money and put it into bitcoin it would be worth so much right now but now i think this is a great segue into like our theme for the week which was like looking at life for a single day and if you think about that like we you have now discovered this thing cryptocurrency and you say we've been asleep and right now you've taken the first step, which is actually buying the Bitcoin, right? Mm. And instead of appreciating what you're doing right now, you're looking back and saying, if I, should, if I will have done this all those years ago, it's like, okay, it's, but all those years ago, they're gone. They're gone. You know, there's nothing you can do about that now. There's nothing you can do about it now. But right now you've made the first step. You've taken the first step of actually buying the Bitcoin. That is and true. maybe in five years, you'll be looking back and saying, fuck, I'm glad I did that all those, all those years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will actually even defend myself a little bit. It's just like, I got my first taste of financial freedom in Nairobi with my first job mm. as a graphic designer. Mm. At that point, you're not looking to, like, you're a young kid. Like, I was, I'm a 20-something, I was 21-year-old, right? It's like, and I had a decent, not even a decent, I had a good-paying job. Obviously, I'm not thinking about saving, right, at that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about, like, oh, let me buy stuff, right? It's just about the yeah, stuff yeah. at that moment. I bought mm-hmm. a new phone. Mm-hmm. I bought new glasses. I was buying furniture for my place. I was buying a... I bought a new laptop. I built my own computer. Look at all that shit. That was all I was thinking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Saving? It's like, who... Th- <laughs> if you told me saving at that point, I'd be, I would have been like, yeah, 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 saving's good, saving's good, whatever, <laughs> you know? Actually, that's so funny because... I remember a few years back, I was talking to another friend of mine about saving, and he's much old, he's 20 years older than me. And when we were talking about saving and invest, investing money, I wasn't really listening to him. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's because you're young. You're young. You don't know yeah. what that means, you know? You're yeah. just like, ah, whatever. Yeah, saving's good. Whatever, whatever, dude. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because, like, right now, I'm in a situation whereby I'm. You know, here's the thing. When you save money, when you're. Oh, not even say when you okay let's say when you get to a level where you feel like kind of comfortable with your finances right what i've come what i've learned this year alone is that maybe you shouldn't tell people you're comfortable with your finances right oh okay why because people are tend to be envious and people when okay when you speak about Okay, no, not me, of course. I'm not successful enough to be to make people envious with my with my money. But... <laughs> <laughs> At least you have the self awareness, right? Okay, yeah. you're not walking around with that like Elon, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff yeah, Warren yeah, sort of thing, right? money. Is it no? Okay, let's not even talk about finances. Let's talk about something that I know. Like I remember there was a time, like in 2015, I went on this fitness binge, bro. Like I was really deep into fitness. I wasn't eating any carbs. I was working out for two hours every day. I was so strict with my diet. Everything was on point, right? Okay, okay. Nice, yeah. And I, I put my body in a physical place that I've never been before. Bro, I had this fucking six-pack. I was sprinting every fucking day. I was in the gym. Everything was on point, right? Mm-hmm. And when I talk to people about my fitness regimen, people who are fat motherfuckers were telling me, Oscar, that's unhealthy. What the fuck, nigga? What the fuck is wrong with you? But you, what? With your, big, your big belly telling me I'm being unhealthy? <laughs> 
<laughs> Now, that, that the same thing happens with money. I think even more so with money because you can say, okay, I'm sacrificing. I'm, I wouldn't go out this weekend with you guys because I'm trying to save up to do ABCD, right? Mm. And people who would also like to save, but they think going out is going to be much better, tell you, ah, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Just come up with us, come up with us, come up with us. Like, but still, it's like people want to drag you down with them because they don't want to be in in hell alone. No one wants to be in hell alone. You understand what I mean? <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have another better example for you. If you ever yeah. scored, like back in the day, like in junior school or in, like in middle mm-hmm. school or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. During those times, in your worst subjects, when you used to mm-hmm. fail tests, you used to mm-hmm. go around, well, I used to go around mm-hmm. looking for other people who got worse scores than me. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that I knew I am not alone, Yanni, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm not the only one who does that, right? You know, the whole <laughs> misery loves company, you know, suffering likes company. It's like, yeah, I didn't want to be in hell alone. No, 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 no. If I failed the test, nah, man, I need to go catch another guy. Somewhere, yeah. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, Sam, Sam, yeah, I know you. <laughs> I know you know nothing. <laughs> Just tell me your like, score. You know, it's, like this, this year, this past, this past couple of months, I've been realizing like, hey, So I'm saving money now. I tell I tell people like uh, people who are close to me like hey, yeah, I've been able to save money and I'm you know people who who know how bad I have been with money in the past because of my habits, right? Mm. I start talking to them about like oh dude like hey, I'm saving money, I'm doing ABCD. And I'm expecting okay, honestly, maybe I'm just being I'm just being very self-centered. I'm expecting some congratulations, Oscar, good job. Something as basic as that, you know. Mm. Maybe it's my ego that wants that. But still, what I get instead is like dude, what the fuck is <laughs> Uh, I get nothing positive. Nothing positive. What do you it's mean? Like I, you you I, saved I, up 100k. It's been a while since you saved up 100k. That's amazing. Yeah, right, right. But there's some people I will tell that. People who I would expect more from them when if I give them such information. But what I get is like I've been I've been hitting some walls of negativity with some people and talking about them about money nowadays, you know? It's who, like, who are these people? When is it ever okay? You know, bro, it, it's I, it's fine because I was just listening to a Jordan Peterson talk. Yeah, you know when he talks about cleaning your room, uh-huh. he there's a segment in the talk where he talks about other people in the same house as you will uh-huh. come visit your room to try and drag you down back. Yes, because yes. they will see the the your like if you beautify your room and clean it up properly, uh-huh. it sort of casts their ugliness out there into the spotlight you know, so that that contrast that, that contrast is what like oof, people will focus on and even it doesn't even matter because you know people are just petty like that even your own family members will look at that and will try to drag you down you know exactly that's what he talks exactly. about and yeah, yeah and that's, that's what i'm seeing right now that's what i'm seeing right now like it's so it's so stuck it's looking at me so it's, it's showing me the ugly side of people right the ugly side of, of this of these people i'm like i thought you would be happy for me you know like um, i have money now for the first time in my life but i don't... You know it's so simple it's not like it's not like i'm doing anything insane to save 100k can you imagine what i've done to save 100k jason you just yeah you tell me you stopped drinking yeah i just stopped drinking now i have 100k i just stopped drinking that's it and it's like all of a sudden people look at me like what the fuck <laughs> people want to call me to go and drink with them again you know? i <laughs> that's 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 the weird part for me it's like it's it's 100k you know you'd expect people to be like more positive about it so it's it's it's, it's weird for me to hear that you're having a negative experience with it yeah it's like it's what you said exactly misery loves company man no one wants to see someone being happy when they feel like their life is shit you know Mm -hmm. so why i think even though, again, I said that we were young and we didn't really understand the benefits of saving, you know? Because mm-hmm. you're young, you, you, you're just dumb. That's, it just comes with the youth and mm-hmm. the lack of experience. But at the same time, I still do feel I should have known better because IT was my field. Mm-hmm. I was seeing people talk about this almost every day. Yeah, yeah. It was an emerging market for such a long time, cryptocurrency. Oh, you're talking about cryptocurrency, right? Yes. So it wasn't like something, well, to be fair, it was always like I was focusing on the mining part. The mining part is what I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Never looking at it as a way of like a means to financial freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. 
yes, yes, yes. yes. Actually, once I think about it right now, it was always like I was looking at the technical parts of cryptocurrency, okay. never as okay. like the financial part. Mm. And then, like what you said, this is I think this is the first time I've been. If, if, if money is freedom, then this is like the most free I've ever been in my life, really. I've, yeah, like I've see, I've saved so much more money than I could have ever done in Kenya. And yeah. can, you, can you imagine? For me, it's only been two months. Like not even even one month of saving, right? Like like what happens at the end of this year, right? Actually, at the end of this, like in the next even like three four months, if things really work out well, I'm gonna drop mm-hmm. like a hundred k, hundred fifty k into cryptocurrencies, like legit. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow in your footsteps. I'm gonna follow in your footsteps, man. That that that's just it's it's the way and people like I said I'm seeing posts more public posts about it and I'm like okay people are now jumping on this train like for real you know mm-hmm. Tels- Tel- Tesla recently dropped some of their funds into Bitcoin they transferred a lot of their like the company funds themselves the company mm-hmm. account they transferred their money into Bitcoin like something like one point five billion is what Jeez. I was reading uh-huh. that means growth you know when you read good news like that that means just growth right there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instant growth like let me see what um elon musk and Tesla have opened up the doors for more ceos to buy bitcoin um Tesla yeah, has just announced that the company invested 1.5 billion in bitcoin mm-hmm. Tesla also plans to start accepting bitcoin as forms of payment for its products elon musk has destroyed the careers associated with buying bitcoin okay that's just a buzz thing that they put there People that people have been pushing towards like reducing the risk of buying Bitcoin for like years and years. Mm-hmm. That has been yeah, a community know. effort. But anyway, it, point stands. You know, he's the first big CEO to do it. So it's like if other CEOs follow, dude, get Bitcoin. This is just growth waiting to happen. Like, so people are ready. People said so it's, it's at forty three k right now. One Bitcoin mm-hmm. is forty three k dollars. Um, mm-hmm. people are predicting it to at least go to up to 60 or 70k by the end of the year mm. and I'm just yeah. like that's yeah I think like I agree with you on this like you have to we are seeing the wave right the wave is coming towards us and we have to get on that wave right because yes. we have to move into the future with that wave you don't be drowned in a tsunami right mm. and like yesterday I was talking to someone I was talking no not you I was talking to someone else about uh, about dreams about dreams right mm. And this person asked me, like, okay, so what's your, your dream for the future? And I was about to give an answer, you know, like the kind of answer where, oh, I would like to buy a house, build a house. <laughs> and I didn't give that answer. Okay. And I paused and I realized that answer is so fake. It's not true at all, you know? Mm. It's not true. It's like, of, of course, I do want those things. I would like to have, have my own house, to own my own house, right? Right. Own my own business. But, but to give such an answer is to give a a dream that is so far out of reach that if you fail, no one will be surprised, right? No one will be surprised if I don't build that big house in Tokyo or, or wherever, right? Mm-hmm. What's surprising is that if I actually do it, right? But then I got to thinking yesterday before I gave the answer, what I said is, you know what? My dream is to try this to, to, to work out tomorrow. That's my dream. I want to work out tomorrow. And they didn't like that answer, right? I think, it's a, like I think it's a fine dream. Yeah? I mean, like, it's not, it's not even a dream. It's like, so my point is... I, uh, I feel like, like maybe it's not even a dream. It's more of like a vision of the future. It's exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a vision. It's Like, here's the, what I was thinking is this. When you give that uh, that big dream to, uh, like, as an answer, what's your, what's your goal in life? I want to own a Fortune 500 company. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. So what have you done today to make that dream a possible reality? I, I think, more, like now, what you're saying... You if you ask that second question, what have you done to make that dream a reality today? Uh, people will be like, uh, 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 right? Yep, yeah, that's true. They won't answer. It's like, it's easy to have that big dream. But if you ask someone, okay, how have, have you broken that dream into pieces? What can you do today to make that dream a reality in 20 years? People do nothing. People do nothing. So yesterday I was talking to this person and I realized, I've been that guy who's always giving the big dreams without doing anything today, right? And I don't want to be that guy anymore. When someone asks me what's my dream, I'm like, I, I have a dream, but that dream doesn't matter to you. I, all I know is what I'm going to do tomorrow. I can tell you what I'll do tomorrow. And you can follow up with me on what I'll do tomorrow because I'm there. You can see me, you can ask me tomorrow, right? 
but if I give you a, a 20 year goal, it's like, bro, in 20 years, you might not even be with me anymore, right? We might not be friends, we might be living worlds apart, right? Mm-hmm. You don't call me up 20 years later to ask me, Oscar, how is that company going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually had a few things I wanted to say, but now I forgot because uh, I, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say that when people say dream, mm-hmm. they do mean like ultimate life goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah. Or like I was mentioning in one of the other episodes, like the North Star, you know, what, mm-hmm. what, what, what direction, what star in the sky guides your. What star in the heavens guides your the, the direction of your life? Mm-hmm. What is the ultimate goal, good that you're aiming at? You're asking me? Um, well, I'm just putting it out there, but if you want to answer, you can answer. Yeah, so I, I have my, my highest my highest good, man. My highest good is to become disciplined. That's my highest good. Oh, oh that's... that's uh... discipline, man. It's discipline because like... I was talking to my to my performance supervisor when we have when she came for my evaluation not my evaluation like helping me teach some classes uh-huh. and she was asking me about like like goals for the for the for the day right for the for the classes uh-huh. and i told her honestly like hey you know like i don't have any goals for the class and to be honest i've never really had any goals for my life and that's why i ended up doing this job because i never planned anything in my life you know wait you told her and that yeah. I told her that. I told her honestly. That's yeah, very, sure. I, that's a very honest answer. I think she'd respect that. How could you yeah, not respect that? Yeah, I told her like I've never planned anything in my life, and that's why I ended up doing this job. I never thought about anything in my life. I just went to the flow. I went where the waves took me. You know, mm. like I swear to God, nothing in my life was planned. Nothing at all. The only thing I planned was coming to Japan the first time. That was one thing I really wanted to do. I planned that, but since then it's been just going where the winds take me. So, that's that's still okay. So I I want to point this out. There's nothing bad with going with the spontaneousness of life. There is some sort of journey that you can have, just going wherever you think, whatever adventure comes to your doorstep. Basically, there is a journey. That comes with that, like right? there's an interesting journey you can have that comes with that, right? Coming to Japan, maybe this for the first year I want to be a bartender, you know. Um, next year I'll try doing English teaching and stuff like that, and it it, it, it opens up your world, right? Because you're getting, yeah, you're getting to experience all these kinds of um things that mm. broaden your mind, right? And yeah. by the time Oscar finishes becoming a bartender. In year one versus Oscar finishing being an English teacher in year two, he has both one year of being a bartender, one year of being an English teacher. He's a different. He's a different man. He can't be yeah, the same I man. I agree. I agree. But I guess my point is this. My point isn't that it's wrong to let the w- the winds of life take you. What what the problem is that for me personally, is that because of my lack of direction and focus, I look back at my life at, at in moments. And get resentful of the choices I made in the past. You understand? Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so this is point number two now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just said it yourself. When you were passionate about something, you mm-hmm. made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have another example for me. Like, I woke up in Nairobi and I said, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And a friend just said, why don't you go to Japan? And I was just mm-hmm. like, I told you the story. I told you, like, one of my friends was like, dude, just go to Japan. And I'm just like, no, I can't. Too much money, right? But then again, like I said, when I, when I woke up, there's just a random morning I woke up and I'm just like, wait, yeah. I can go to Japan. It's yeah. me holding myself back, right? Yeah. Money isn't really a problem. Jason, you have all of this stuff. Just sell all of your stuff. You sell mm-hmm. all of your stuff and if and just get a little mm-hmm. bit of help maybe from your dad. You can make it literally like two, three months in Japan, like the first mm-hmm. two, three months. And then you'll be fine after that mm-hmm. once the once you start getting a salary, you know? And mm-hmm. from that morning, I was in Japan six months later. Yeah. So I'm like, clearly we can make things happen when we're passionate about it. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's why I'm saying like my my North Star, my ideal, the ideal Oscar is a disciplined Oscar, right? The guy who can say, you know what? I'm going to focus on this thing for the next three months. Mm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and make this thing happen. As a person who suffers from a similar problem of 
being inconsistent. Mm. Yeah, discipline. Like you just you just need to be disciplined. Like I don't mm. know how else. Like having a schedule and all that. It's like you know, like there's something very funny. Like when I was a bartender, I met this Kenyan guy. This Kenyan guy at the, at the bar. This guy was built like the Rock. You know, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was buff as fuck. So I asked him like, "What do you do?" Yeah, I, I'm a salaryman and I play, I I I play what I play basketball for the team for the company's team, mm. right? So he went to a Japanese university. He was playing for this university team. Then he got he joined he got a basketball scholarship for the university. Then he joined a sal a, a company. Then he was he's also playing basketball for that company's team, right? So mm-hmm. they are I think building in Japan, right? Mm. And this guy when He's a, he's in a bar, a big huge. He's probably like six 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 five six six. A huge giant of a man, right? Mm-hmm. And some Japanese girls come and they they want to talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what he does? He says, "I don't speak Japanese." He tells them, "I don't speak Japanese." And you know what he tells me when these beautiful girls are trying to flirt with him? He tells me, "Oscar, I probably speak Japanese better than these girls, but they're annoying me. They're annoying me." You actually told you told me the story before. Yeah, right. Before. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I remember <laughs> later on in the night he told me, Oscar, I'm a very disciplined guy. He told me that. He told me that. Oh, Oscar, I'm very disciplined. And I remember like I got like this ray, this feeling of like some some frustration and like like fuck this guy, fuck this guy. What is he telling me? Because <laughs> we we all get it. We all get it. You know, we've all had that moment <laughs> where this guy has been able to do something that at some point you've admired or wanted to do for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So this and guy yeah, is a literal representation of everything that you're not. And exactly. that hurts your lower self. It hurts the ego. Oh, man. The, the scoundrel in you comes out, you know? You feel like just getting a knife and stabbing him in the back. Exactly. It's like this guy, you know, even forget him saying he's disciplined. Just the way he he's, he looked physically. He had the physical shape of discipline. He was yes. shaped like discipline, you know. Yes. He was yes, shaped yes, like discipline. Yes. And bro, this can you, this guy was good. He was he was so good. Just he wasn't even drinking alcohol. That's how disciplined he was, you know. Because he doesn't like alcohol. Because he said, I have to train tomorrow, you know. Yeah. Like fuck, and I was like Jesus Christ, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. He don't like this guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was being petty. I was being fucking petty. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Now that man, it's uh you have to uncondition yourself, you know? Mm. It's hard to get rid of all of those like bad habits that you've had over years yeah, and years me. and years and years. Tell and me. you know, having having um some weird, you know, I guess even with you drinking and with me having weird vaccination on porn, it's like the the best way to do it is just to focus on something focus your energy on something that you like mm-hmm. remember I, i i think we talked about this you don't focus on quitting the bad habit you know mm. like you don't focus on that thought or you don't have that mindset because if all of your energy is there then you're constantly thinking about it right mm-hmm. oh it's been three days since i've drank you know It's been five days since I watched porn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You know, rather you should be thinking about like, hey, what do I want to do and stuff? What, 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 what sacrifice? Or what could I do mm-hmm. that would be way more worth it than drinking? You know, mm-hmm. than watching porn. Like for me, it'll be like, hey, instead of watching porn, let's just do yoga for like fifteen minutes. You know, not even like. Mm-hmm full practice yoga like just relaxation yoga because I, i really like that like especially when i'm stressed out um i do something like relaxation which is basically like just no standing poses right no and the, the state of like peacefulness i feel after those light stretches is ridiculous mm-hmm. it's like almost the same as meditation for me mm-hmm. and just something as simple as that for you it could be like hey instead of drinking Let me go take Raha out for like a walk or something like that. Let me just go with Raha somewhere. Mm. And then at some point you realize, you know, 
you, you, you feel grateful. You feel grateful. You feel like, okay, I prefer to do this. And you just keep on focusing on that, like whatever you're passionate about instead of quitting the habit, because eventually what will happen is that you'll start to build a new habit that takes the space of the old habit. Mm-hmm. At least that's, that's what has been happening with me. Right? Like, I haven't been thinking about like, oh, I, I don't want to jack off. I don't want to masturbate and stuff like that. When I was thinking like that, man, <laughs> it was just like rebound after rebound and falling, mm-hmm. going up and falling down. Right. Instead, I was just like, let me do something. Let me, mm-hmm. w- what do I want to do that I actually enjoy that will make, that would be better than masturbating, you know, mm-hmm. or potentially like something that I enjoy. It doesn't have to be like, hundred percent more mm-hmm. like okay the addiction is a bit difficult but it has to be something that you still enjoy nonetheless right whether it's playing a game i don't know it could be playing a game honestly mm-hmm. um a very fun game something you find very fun reading a book yeah uh watching a movie or for some people they try to start new hobbies right knitting or something like that mm-hmm. or going around taking pictures of people mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I think the second part has been the community aspect. I think what you said was right. Yeah, yeah. Having a community behind you, having people to talk to, I guess, Man, makes a lot that's more everything. Difference. You know, it's like having people to talk to who understand that problem you're dealing with, right? Yeah. I've been so like, like with drinking, mm. like especially with drinking, like. There are many times, uh, like, talking to, to my wife, right? She will tell me, ah, Oscar, just just drink, have one drink, you know? Mm. Which, for her, who doesn't have a problem with drinking? It makes sense to just have one drink and not drink again, right? Mm. But that's, that's for whatever the... reason, I couldn't. I was, it seemed like I was unable to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. But now, like, whenever I feel like drinking now, I just call up my, my friends from the, from the meetings, from the AA meetings. And we talk about it, right? Like, okay, so dude, why do you think you feel like drinking right now? What happened? To you? Mm. you know, like, it's like, if I would tell my wife before, oh, I feel like drinking, she would say, cool, just just drink one drink then and stop, you know? Because she, she can't imagine that problem in her life. So she doesn't understand why someone else will have such a problem, right? And I'm not, not bashing on her, but just it's human nature. If I don't understand the problem, I give the least amount of attention possible, right? That's somebody who's never been addicted but, to anything. People who have yes, been addicted to one yes, thing but, can will be able to relate with you. They'll just be able to put it in yeah. those terms. It's like, oh, yeah. he's like me when I'm on that thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but now the guys from the AA meeting, when I, when I feel like drinking, I just call them up. We, we talk it through. Okay, like, why do, you, why do you think you feel like drinking? Uh, what happened? Do you go to work? Did anything happen at work? Do you feel frustrated because of anything? Did you have a fight with your wife? What do you think is the reason you feel like drinking? And we talk it out to the point whereby I even forget about drinking, you know? Mm. The problem with a lot of some of these addictions is that it creates a safe space in your mind, too. Yes, yes, yes. One interesting thing that I've learned from addiction is how, like, how easily programmable the mind is, actually. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you focus on one thing, Oscar, and you do it long enough, <laughs> it starts to yeah. become like a safe space for you you know weird it's, it's it's such a weird thing you know like yeah for me it was playing what game did, did you know league of legends yes 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 so i used to play league of legends so much back in usiu times right and mm-hmm. i still play i used to play even after i graduated which is over a period of five years, which is like literally the longest I've ever played a game in my entire life, right? And it reached a point where I was even playing it when I wasn't even enjoying it anymore. And it's, 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 it's the problem of like when you play something or you do something for too long, like Mm -hmm. when you start playing, let's say if I compare it to football, if you start, if if you play football for your first, like one, five matches, everything seems new right you know yes you're like oh you know the goal like i can score a goal here i can do this i can do that everything just seems new right like playing different positions all the possibilities are brand new 
Mm-hmm. Can you still have that same mindset after so one to five matches? So now, let's say a couple of years down the line, you've played like 50,000 matches. Mm-hmm. At yeah. that point, it's like you've tried almost everything. You've done almost everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it reaches a point where now it's like you, 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 st- you start to have very result-focused mindset where it's like I need to win matches, win or lose matches because... If I don't, I'm wasting my time. Because I've seen everything up until this point. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get you, I get you. So basically in League of Legends, it was like, I was no longer enjoying just playing the game, right? Like how I was when I started. When you Again, when you started, you're just like, you're learning. And there's all these new things and you're trying different things out. And it's like, oh, look, this character does this. Oh, look, this power does this. It's like, oh my God, there's so much, you know? You're just, mm-hmm. you're just in, enjoying, you're just in love with that experience. It's like an adventure. But now it's like five years down the line when, when you feel like you've you've learned everything that you have from the game and mm-hmm. the game hasn't been creating that new of an experience for you. Suddenly it's like you're playing it out of obligation and you're playing it more of like... So for me, it's because like if I asked you, Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. So at that time... If I asked you, you had only like one hour to burn. What would you do yeah. within that one hour? Let's say like you, you, yeah, like not, not like maybe back in your say you, you know, mm-hmm. like you have one hour to your class. You've cleaned your house. You've mm-hmm. done everything that you need to do. You've done like all of the basic tasks that you need to finish in the day. You have one hour to burn. What would you do? Uh, maybe what would you have watch done? Some, watch something. What something? Like on Netflix yeah. or something, right? Like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have played League of Legends because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. League of Legends has worked out, you know, one hour, that's like one match or like maybe two smaller matches. It, it just worked out perfectly. So suddenly it's like it becomes that thing that you do mm-hmm. every time you have that free time. Right. Mm-hmm, and eventually mm-hmm. it becomes a habit. Oh, true. I, OK, I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah I understand that. I understand that. And, um, yeah, like, even that's why it's, like, five years down the line. I wasn't even, like, even now, like, I, I, I played because some of, still some friends in Kenya want to have fun and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not the same, you know? I'll play, like, one, two matches. We'll have some good laughs. But then that's it. Like, I can't do mm. any more. Because it's just, like, again, it's not fun anymore. It's, it's really not fun mm. anymore, you know? And I feel like there are some habits that you can have in your daily life that you've just been doing because you've been doing them for such a long time. True, true, true. True, I agree, I agree. And I agree. at some point, you need to question those things, right? Mm, 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 mm. Why do you wake up at this time instead of this time? Why mm. do you eat the things that you do eat um, instead of trying mm. to eat more healthy and stuff like that? Mm, mm, mm. Like, I think another one, a better example for me and you would be, like, chips. Mm. There's times where we eat chips and chips are really good, right? They're the best. They're the best. But there were times yeah. where we ate chips so much to a point where it's like... You feel sick. You feel <laughs> sick. You feel sick. And it's like, why are you even eating it at this point, right? You, what are you getting? You're not getting any more out of it, right? You've already yeah. passed that point of, like, this is delicious food. So why do you keep on eating this, you know? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Like, I think, hey man, in Kenya, like, towards the end in Nairobi, when I was staying in Nairobi, mm. I, I, I gained so many kilos. Mm. Um, I was a fat motherfucker. And that's because I was eating KFC a lot. Mm. There was a KFC mm. place, um, Tiaram, Tiaram, the KFC place used to close at, like, yeah. midnight. Mm-hmm. So I used to always go, like, whenever I come from town or coming from the office, this chips chicken. Chips, chicken, chips, chicken. That was like the thing. And I used to be like, ah, I don't feel like cooking today. Who wants to boil rice? Nah, that's too much. Oh, me. man. Chips, chicken. I mean, that's, that's just like me, bro, in Japan for the longest time. Whereby, like, I was just buying kombini food. Just kombini food, you know? Just those bentos, some nice some nice potato chips, you know, on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, doing myself some serious damage. Exactly. You're doing damage. And for me, it was like, it's, it's convenient... It, it okay it was literally a convenience pun unintended but it was like mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even delicious you know 
Mm. It's like, I should eat something else. <laughs> I've been eating this shit for like months on end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me try something else. But it's like, mm. what else do I want to... I, I, I can't be bothered to go do anything else because KFC is right here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my system. This is my system now, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a quote I read recently. I don't know who wrote it. It's like, it's in life... Day by day, everything seems the same. But looking back, everything is so different. You, you, you get that? Like how like you go through your life without carrying all these habits that... Not even habits, maybe just small behaviors here and there. That in each day, they don't seem to do so much damage to your life, right? But if, you're, but if you look back five years and see how much you, your life has changed because of that one thing you do every day, it's huge. It's a huge change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the certain points were like almost like the break points where you start mm-hmm. to see, like you can look back and you start to see like, oh, wow, this is actually having a huge effect on my life. Exactly, the hugest, the hugest. It's always about those moments, those breakaway moments, right? It's like, wait, what the fuck did I just do? Well, what am I doing, you know? Like, after you've jacked off, like, six times in a row. He's <laughs> <laughs> looking at your hands. It's like, it's like you have blood on your hands. It's like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? You know? You don't even know. It's like, you have, you have to go work in, like, an hour, Jason. What, what are you doing? What are you, what are you... <laughs> like, you're in a, like, you're in a daze or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, don't we know it yet? But, Just yeah. Change, um... It's... So, I guess... Going back to that theory of the of the North North Star, your North Star. What is your North Star, Jason? Man, I told you at this point, and it's something like I, I'm truly like I meditate on it and I feel it every single day, is to mm-hmm. be free. Okay. okay. Like, I am so I can't do this whole struggle thing. I people do eight hours a day of work every mm-hmm. day. Some people do it on weekends too. Some people have two, three jobs. I can't do that, Oscar. I literally yeah. can't do that. I will fucking kill myself. You know? Yeah, neither can I. Neither can I, honestly. I think neither can I. Us were like doing... Us like, were doing, like... Us were doing, like... We're doing four hours. Four, five hours. Yeah, like, a, a bad day is five hours. That's a really hard day. It's five hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Granted, our schedule changes a lot, and we don't really always get weekends off. So there's that, mm. but like still, you know, we're still working, but we're definitely working better hours than the people are working eight hours a day, six times a day mm. or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still I can't do that, you know? And I told you before, it's like, if money, money in the system that we live in, the whole life game that we live in, money is the representation of how free you are. Those are your freedom mm-hmm. points right there. If you have one billion... 30 billion dollars man you're the freest person in the world you can do anything you, yeah. you're so free that law doesn't even make sense to you anymore that's how free <laughs> you are when people say oh the rich will get away with it yeah it's, it's, that's the truth that's just the game that we're playing it's yeah. literal freedom points it's like we're all literally we're a monopoly it's like you can buy law you can buy anything you want it's just freedom it's absolute freedom yeah, it's, it's so true and I'm you just know, like, like I look, I always think of how, like, when I, when I was a kid, or not even a kid, even nowadays, people look at women who want to marry rich men as though they're, like, they're whole sl- they're they're or something, right? But, duh, who would want to marry a rich man? I would want to marry a rich man, you know? I would, I would want to marry a rich man. I think I made a joke with, a, like, a female friend about this, too. I'd sleep and try to get all of this rich man, man. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why, why shouldn't I? That life seems good. That life seems good. Do you want to you wanna be caught in the struggle? Yeah. You want to like, be oh, caught... I hate freedom so much that I would marry a rich man. I hate freedom so much. I'm gonna... Do you want to be you caught in gonna, the everyday struggle? Marry... You know? You know, like, fuck Elon Musk and all his money. I'm going to marry Oscar instead. Gonna... <laughs> and then work three jobs. Have, like, <laughs> two kids, work three jobs, never be able to have a holiday. Uh-uh, yeah. no. I'm telling you, no. No, I can't do no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, we have to... Yeah, man, money, money, it's not about money being good or money isn't good or bad. Money, yeah, it's just your freedom points. It's, it's just your freedom points. And I'll say this, like, 
That's why I'm really grateful for Pepe and being in Japan. I am the most free. I've saved up so much money being here. More mm. money than I could have ever done in Kenya. I'll say that again mm. and again. Because it's like, it's such an amazing thing. And even in my darkest times, when I'm like really down, whatever happens at work or like in my own life, it's like, I look at that and be like, you've done well. You've been able to come here. You've been able to save this amount of money. And now look what I can do. I can actually invest a decent amount into cryptocurrency. Mm. That's how much I've saved, you know? Yeah. And I won't, and I won't, even if I make some few bad investments, I won't die, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't go hungry. I won't go hungry. Yeah. And I'm like, Jordan, yeah, and Jordan Pinson said to himself, like, the people who have more will get more. Mm-hmm. People who have nothing, you know, the whole what's it called? The Matthew Matthew's principle. Matthew's principle. Matthew's principle. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I'm like right now. Imagine if I had like a million yen, and I invested yeah. like I could probably invest like three hundred k, two hundred k, no problem, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if I had ten million, that would be like um, investing a million. A million, a million in some of these bitcoins, man. One two years, you've easily made like three four million. Just like that. Yeah. yeah, you know, I guess that's also another thing. That another thing is fear, right? We all fear failing so much that we are scared of investing what we actually we we what we actually have right now to invest, you know? I think like that's why like the trick is to just invest what you're willing to lose. Mm-mm-mm. Like I showed you how much I invested. It's three thousand five hundred yen, you know, technically four thousand, mm-hmm. but still three thousand five hundred yen. I've already, but you know, like I said, I've already made back the fees I gave to the company since I made 600 in one day. Yeah. And just like that, I'm technically already made a profit, even though it's like 10 yen (laughs) at the moment. What happens after a week? You know, it's not nothing. What happens if after a week, two weeks? This is Bitcoin, right? One year. One year. One year. And I'm literally just, this, my plan is just like, so the main consistent and stable um, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to those ones mm-hmm. while I'm going to play like trading, a lot of trading games with like, I'm going to like buy and sell a lot of like these other more volatile, smaller coins that mm-hmm. could see huge gains or huge losses just to see how that goes. And I'm just going to be putting some, something like like what you said, just like Ichimanian every month, just 10k. 10k 10k is like sm- it's, it's small enough that it's like if i lose 10k it's not the to, end of the day you know i have to start getting ready to go to wet work uh i think we still have like can you stay for another like eight minutes eight minutes mm. uh sure sure yeah another eight minutes so that's like 15 yeah. minutes and then it's the 15 okay. minutes is okay. good 15 minutes is good okay uh-huh um go on what was I saying? Yeah, in, investing in like dropping some money in, in like the more volatile cryptocurrencies. Oh yeah, I'm like ten k. Ten k sounds like um, ten thousand yen sounds like a good amount to every invest month, in yeah, every, every month. month. I don't know how much yeah, you know, it would be for you. You know, ten k for me as well every month. I'm gonna just drop ten k today on cryptocurrency. And at that point, it's like even if you lose a lot of money, you'll know like you were investing 10k per month, really, you know? But I wasn't doing, it's just 10k sitting in the, doing nothing, it's doing nothing. It's doing nothing. You'll just, it's exactly, you'll just be sitting. And, and last year, last year when I was paying that money drinking in a night anyway, so it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. In the end of the year, investing, it's not bad, it's not a bad, you know, bad thing to do. In the end of the year, in a bank, it would be like 120k. But mm-hmm. if you invested right in the, like some of the some of these cryptocurrencies, man, it could be like literally like three hundred or four hundred k by mm-hmm. the end of the year. Over the period of like three four years, you can get a million, just like that mm-hmm. from that one hundred and twenty k investment, Oscar. From that one mm-hmm. year, you've made like ah, dude, it's it's just so insane. It's so mm-hmm. insane, and I'm like, this is why people, um. People make a living out of just being day traders, cryptocurrency day traders. Mm. This is how they do it. I'm pretty sure once you've like once you've saved up, once you've invested, you're smart enough, you have a system, and you've saved up enough money, like loads of money that you can play with, right? Mm. You can be making 
gains, huge enough gains, like every week or every day, to sustain mm-hmm. yourself in a month. True, very possible. And at that point, it's like, bro, you can be trading in a fucking Starbucks with your phone. You're making money, you know, <laughs> for your entire month. You're writing poems, and then you just go home, and that's the day, right there. Like, how is that not freedom, right? How is that no, not that, ultimate that freedom? Is, that freedom is too good. It really seems like a line in my head. Like, no. <laughs> but that's what people are doing. Like when you're a day yeah, trader, all you have to do is just follow the like the trades within the day, buy and sell the right things, you know. And I'm assuming, let's say you're working with like like a good amount of money, maybe like 500k yen or something. Yeah, of course, of course, you can't work with 10k at that point, you know. Yeah, you need to be working with like a huge amount of money, you know. Yeah. But like again, the assumption here is that you've been diligent enough. Maybe you've been doing this for like four four years. You have a system that mm-hmm. works. So you know what you're doing and you know the right um you can never never you can never be 100 percent. you'll always see losses but all it takes is that one success story right that one gamble you made the right one like with the the dodge coin i showed you mm. how that jumped 800 percent. what was the number let me let me just read that again i, I guess that would be the closing off so dodge coin i was telling you about like how this it's basically, um, it was made as a cryptocurrency to parody mm-hmm. other cryptocurrencies. Okay. So it's a meme. It's basically mm-hmm. a meme. But when Elon Musk started talking about it and started making mm-hmm. jokes on Twitter, mm-hmm. it jumped up like 800%. Jesus. Just one second. Oh man, you know I've I've been blind. I've been blind. That's the thing. Like I've been really blind to these things. So I haven't been listening. I have been listening. So it jumps off after GameStop Dogecoin eight hundred percent rise in a day. Mm-hmm. It jumped at eight hundred percent in a day. It was less than two cents. Mm-hmm. If I have this number right. It was worse. It was, it was valued at less than a cent, and by less the end, yeah, less than a cent, like USD, and by the end of the day, it was worth eight cents or something like that, and it's still mm-hmm. going up. And um, he's making, he's still making jokes about it, you know. Now everyone's talking about like, so if it's valued, what what's what, what's it valued at right now? If I look real quick, uh, it has valued at eight cents now, still, right? Eight point three. Eight point three cents. Yeah. Um, okay. People are talking about how it could reach ten dollars by the end of the year. That's like the big question, and also people are. You can go do your own research and try to see if you if you believe in that story, but okay. if it was possible, if it could reach ten dollars, right? Mm-hmm. That's almost like. That's like a thousand percent jump rise in value, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Oscar, a thousand percent. If you invested ten k, by the end of the year, you would make like what? Like this multiply by ten, wait, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd make like ten yeah. times the amount. Well, man, that's one million. Ten times the amount, not a hundred times the amount. You said ten thousand. Oh yeah, ten times. Oh sorry, hundred thousand. Sorry, sorry. Jesus. Amen. Yeah, yeah, 10, 10 times amount. You would have made 100k. If you put 50k, you would make 500k by the end of the year. If you but put... then also it could. It was just hype, then you can possibly go down very quickly, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. That's definitely the truth. But obviously, that the whole point is that you don't put everything into like something that's based on hype. That's why the stable, the most stable, like Bitcoin and Ethereum, have been around. They have cons- they have this consistent growth to them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, I'm not worried about Bitcoin. Bitcoin isn't going anywhere soon. Actually, Bitcoin is growing even more. There's more and more people who are like acknowledging it and are investing into it. And it's like you should be putting more into Bitcoin and Ethereum than anything else. And then everything else is like that's where you play those those those, those games, them games, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, anyway, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Live your life like every day is the only day you have. 
that goes against the whole saving thing we talked about. No, I mean like have the mindset. No, I understand the mindset. The mindset, like, don't. It's very, it's very similar to what I was saying. Empty your cup, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's like those big dreams are nice, but you can't. Okay, maybe let me fix the. Let me fix my final thought. My final thought is. My final thought is, five years is useless if you can't take care of today. Oh, that, okay. Is that better? Yes, that makes yeah. so much sense. That makes yeah. so much sense. There's no point of having that big dream of I'm going to own the house when it's like. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. I can't save money today. Can't you can't. Save you can't save money. You can't even like. You can't even plan to, to exercise mm-hmm. and like, actually do exercise tomorrow. You know. Exactly, exactly. If exactly. I plan to run 10k or whatever the amount is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I need to actually do it, that's exactly. the only way. That's the only way you're gonna be able to like, because it's the same thing as like buying a house, right, or building a house yeah. in 10 years. You know what we should start doing again? What? Our accountability group. We, st- we were doing that last year or two years ago, and we still stopped doing it. That thing was really good. The the problem with that was that I I didn't really have a goal at the time. Like I was yeah, just so was, like I mean like. Our daily goal, a daily goal. What what have you accomplished today? You know, that's it. Not like something to look for five years, man. Ah, for me, it's something it's... That you set for yourself. Not, we don't set for you. I think what we failed last time was that we were setting goals for each other. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I think for me now, if you if you told me that, it would just be like ten minutes meditation, fifteen minutes okay, yoga, then, something. Every like day that. we are talking about each other. What did you do that thing today? Okay. So I'll just. I'll text you and then we'll talk about it, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Sounds good. Okay, man. Thank you so much. Oh, to all the listeners out there, thank you for listening and doing another episode of Dreams and Trash with Oscar Ruto and Jason Musab. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.